It's a podcast. How bad guess specifically? It's me, Mike Linden, your host. Also with me, your co-host, Stephen Montenegro. That's me. And your other co-host, Dan. That's me. Right? I feel like I didn't, I feel like I was sort of just tossed in there. Linden, Dan Linden. Whoa, what a crazy thing to have. Yeah, I'm a full-fledged, full-named person i'm yep, a you've real got a full name i am a real human boy <laughs> thank you <laughs> I, am a, I, I forgot what the elephant man sounds like never mind wait what <laughs> there's a part in the elephant man where he's just like i'm a oh, man I, you said you said elephant man i thought you said i forgot what the alpha man sounds like, <laughs> like <laughs> or did you just assign mike and i the the station of beta cuck and you absolutely. are the alpha man of this absolutely. Podcast? absolutely mike may be host but i'm the alpha man of this podcast <laughs> yeah i uh, i don't wipe my butt and uh, I wear. That's the first uh, thing. That that's the very see? first thing that an alpha man says. Yeah, dude. That's what they're concerned with. <laughs> Boy, touching, I've been I've been doing this wrong. Touching your butt is like way gay. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, I know that it's implied that the alpha man is straight, like you know, by like heteronormativity and stuff, but like. I don't think that it's insisted upon. I mean, I guess my assumption is that anyone who self self declares themselves an alpha is probably heteronormative and kind of a bigot. I guess when DJ Khaled was like, I don't go down on women. I think that was DJ Khaled. Yes, like, that's correct. That was that I'm was like proud almost, of you a, for that knowing. Was almost a, a progressive, a progressive stance on the alpha spectrum. He's like, yeah, sure, I'll wipe my butt every once in a while, but I won't go. Actually, now that I say it out loud, that sounds pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's weird. <laughs> I mean, if that's if that's how low the bar is, uh... I mean, and like, it, maybe it's maybe it's because I'm just going through and like rewatching the uh, View Askew universe right now. But um, I gotta say, like. Banky Edwards got to that I don't go down on women stance way before DJ Khaled did. <laughs> Who was Banky Edwards again? Jason Lee and Chasing Amy. Oh, okay. Oh, Jason Lee as Jason Lee character? Um, yeah, I think that was like, I think that was Jason Lee character plus 10% of just straight up bigotry. Mm. Sure. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I, that's not fair to Jason Lee. I don't know how racist and homophobic he is as a person. He yeah. might have not been 10%. It might have been none percent. He might be a big old homophobe. I guess. Sure. Hard to say. I realized in the middle of that, I didn't realize, I didn't know which direction I was trying to go in <laughs> of accusing Jason Lee of being a terrible person or accusing Jason Lee of being a, a lovely person. I guess none of us are familiar enough with like, Early 90s skateboard culture. I mean, I am. He just wasn't a real part of it. Oh, shit. Shots fired. I mean, uh, I mean, I mean, I'm sure he was a lovely skateboarder or a or a bigoted skateboarder. I don't know. Yeah, you're really digging yourself a fascinating hole here. <laughs> I'm not really concerned with the hole. I'm concerned about taking the time to get it right, Dan. I've done my research. Research, Do yours. When you say do your research, you mean leaving enough room for reality to be in there somewhere? Yeah. No. When, when I say I've done my research, you do yours, I mean what everybody else means when they say that. Vocally choose to agree with me now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, uh, uh, closure for our last episode. America still technically exists. Eh, oh, uh, sure. For, for now. I said technically, and I said currently. Did I say currently? I don't know if I said currently. I mean, I mean, who is this closure for? Are, are we thinking time capsule? Because, like, right now, like, it's already sort of too late to say that. And by a week from now, it'll definitely be too late. Oh, we're, but like I didn't realize how I didn't realize how far ahead we were recording this one. Oh, we we've pretty much fallen into a schedule of recording a week ahead oh, so that I have time to fiddle with things. Look at us. 
Yeah. Right? Fiddling. Okay. I yeah. mean, it's always I mean, easy. It's always easy to fall into that schedule where you get ahead when you just don't put things out on time. Right. That's true. well, like given that we have a fortnightly schedule, like what is the point of like recording it and just getting it out as soon as possible when like uh, all we need just... to do is be a week late once. And now we've got this pad. Exactly. Nice. Okay, so as of this recording, America still technically exists. Uh, that's it. What's the <laughs> day today? Like the 15th of November? Yes. Yes, yes it is. 15th. Of, so America still exists. But yesterday, the president did tweet, and this is my favorite one thus far, 771,000 votes unable to be observed. That means, thanks to our lovely constitution, on that alone, we win. Uh i love it he's just like yelling i win just you gotta wonder a lot of the time like does he mean something or not i mean does it matter i mean no obviously that's what the last four years has taught us there is no such thing as objective truth and everyone is terrible yeah um Oh, I mean, I'm maybe sweating a lot no. in my uh, in my blanket tent right now. <laughs> so that's why I'm not this in a blanket right. tent. That's why I'm not in a blanket tent because it's been changing temperatures a lot here recently, and we've been having to switch from the airs on to the heats on to there's nothing on, but we have the fireplace going. Um, wow. uh, and like what a roller coaster! I know, right? And it just felt like creating a blanket tent for me would cause me to go from like from like chilly to hot to like, like, you know, popping my head outside to get some cool breaths to sweating, to passing out. Um, and like, sure. I just figured like I'm feeling that right now. Yeah. And I just figured like, yeah, sure. Mike can pass out and the episode's not really going to suffer, but if I pass out, ah, uh, wow. Uh, really, it's fair. Really saddling Mike with some Jason Lee energy on this show. Look, either that or the opposite of Jason Lee. Nothing, nothing has truly been said oh, right. about what Jason Lee means because, as, a as we've de- so far. Because as we've determined in the year 2020, there is no objective truth about Jason Lee. Right. That's true. Seven hundred and seventy-one thousand votes unable to be observed based on our great Jason Lee alone. We win. <laughs> All we know is that he was very comfortable with that uh, my name is Earl mustache. Would Earl be a Trump voter? That's the question on everybody's mind. I think that like I think that pre-list Earl is definitely sure. a Trump voter. Sure. I think that like post-list Earl is like definitely doing some reconstruction that would have him that would have him searching for uh, for what that vote would say about him. Right. I think that in general, Earl has never voted. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, that's, that's a very good point. That's the thing that I was, uh, that was the main thing that I was imagining for Earl. We could say a lot specifically about Earl, apparently, even though I've watched very little of that program. I, I gotta say, like, it is a program about a ridiculous, like, like a ridiculous hillbilly caricature. Um, and what we would, you know, somewhat offensively call like a white trash community. With one black dude, um, uh, uh, created and written by uh, a Latino, um, and boy, is it just charming! <laughs> <laughs> like that—that that show was just endlessly charming. Great. I haven't. I, I mean, I haven't gone back and watched any of it to see if any of it holds up. Like, it might be full of like you know white fragility. Uh, because the real, the plot of the show is that Earl actually does get cucked by the one black guy. Right. But, you know, it was charming, uh, for my high school into college, I think, I can't remember, like unreconstructed ass. (laughs) Uh, still haven't constructed that ass, huh? No, no, it. (laughs) It, it just seems like it's going to fall apart yeah. again. Oh, Mike's uh, dead. Sorry. Mike oh, no, he's back. No, oh. I'm not dead, but uh, Gene has decided that it's time to kill my foot. Uh, 
Which, uh, yeah, get that foot dead. Sneaking out of a blanket? Yes. Hmm. Gene is also the reason that I uh, had to go blanket fort instead of just uh, using the microphone in my office. Uh, Who is Gene? Your roommate? He is is my, uh, my cat, one of of the cats. He's the longest cat. Uh Uh, Longest? Why did a long cat (laughs) prevent you from recording in your office? Because he decided that it was time to follow me around, and my office is where dogs are, and dogs uh, like to chase cats, and uh, it's a whole thing that uh, would have been difficult tethered to a set of headphones to deal with. So you decided that your best option was uh-huh. to let G- allow Gene to follow you somewhere and yes. then hide yourself under a blanket. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. That's a long and short of it. Why don't you put Gene under the blanket, too? He can be under the blanket if he wants to be under the blanket. He has chosen not to be under the blanket. I see. He has selected foot rather than, <laughs> like, any part of my body that uh, could, like, pet or appreciate oh. him in any way. Right. This is getting gross. Yeah. Didn't have to be. Yeah. Didn't have it, to be. But we were all thinking it. Like, yeah. don't is- say don't say part of my body around us. <laughs> Gene's in defeat. Mm. Gene is DMing women unprovoked. Oh, Dan made it worse. Yeah, he's really. Gene is a bad cat. I won't. I won't hear of this slander. You could. You could say this about a hypothetical version of Jason Lee if you want. (laughs) This this does not describe my cat, Gene. You leave this long cat out of it. Mike, has Jason Lee slid into your DMs with send feet? I mean, I don't know that he hasn't. My name is Earl. Send feet. <laughs> you know the- what? That <laughs> is charming. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. it, it just, just an endlessly charming man that wants <laughs> foot picks. <laughs> it's like sort of, sort of the Anthony Weiner of sitcom characters. Yeah. Sure. I mean, in the interest of doing every disservice possible to Jason Lee. Right. <laughs> Anthony Weiner is one of those guys that, like, he's definitely one of those uh, tertiary characters in the American story that, like, you don't understand why the writers keep bringing him back. Like, I didn't realize he was such a popular character. But he just sometimes, like, he'll just pop up again after, like, a year sometimes. Yeah, I think it's just because, you know, he's like incorrigible. Yeah. Um, and also America, um, loves a story starring a guy named Anthony Weiner. <laughs> um, it's like, yeah. if the, if the pre- it's like if the president was just named Donald corruption. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I'm writing that down. <laughs> it's going to be what you, gold. You sending it to the New Yorker? Like what's happening? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's going to be, I'm going to draw a little doodle uh, that says, my name is Donald Corruption. Send feet. Send feet. (laughs) And I'm going to win the New Yorker. Can you win it? I don't know. Uh, Say say send feet picks. It it becomes much creepier, even (laughs) even creepier, if you just say send feet. I mean, we're talking Donald Corruption here. Like, this is not. Yeah, keep it. Keep it in character. Yeah. He would take actual feet. He wants your severed feet. The The official stance of this podcast is that the president would would want that you send him your severed feet. I mean, he only became president in the first place, so he would own those beaches in Washington where all those feet kept washing up. Proud boys, stand back, stand by, cut your feet off. Mail them to the president. I mean, that would actually be more productive and actually kind of more on our side than what he said to them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to I'm trying to turn this to our favor. Yeah. Why are you trying to rehab the president, though? No, the president is still I mean, I'm not rehabbing him because now it's going to be like president has pile of severed feet in Oval Office. That's still better than encouraging white supremacists, Uh. telling white supremacists to cut off their feet. Even if you then keep a pile of those feet just sitting around your office, which, by the way, is really weird workplace behavior. Um, But I guess it can be excused since it's also his home. Uh, Like that is still better. I just got so much junk mail laying around. 
I, I haven't had time to go through it all yet. Uh, just uh, just clear the feet off of that seat over there. Like, that is definitely an angle that I would not... I mean, that would be a, quite an unexpected turn uh, come hypothetical late January when it uh, says that the incoming administration just found a bunch of severed feet left over in the White House. I mean, would you really be surprised? A little. Okay, but what does it say that you would only be a little bit surprised? <laughs> I mean, Stephen Miller does work there, so... You know, yeah, right? Any kind of eldritch horror that they might find under a desk, it would not be that surprising. Well, that's the thing. Like, you know, in, in like a 2016, like a story comes out, oh, the White House is full of severed feet. You're like, oh my God, this is, this is what's going to nail him. Yeah, but in a 2020 <laughs> or in a 2021 January, you hear, "Oh, you had a bunch of severed feet in there." Yeah, all right, and yeah, and Adam shifts like, "Let's DNA test the feet and make sure they're Russian." Right, like, <laughs> like at this point in time, like at this point in time, like if we discovered that the president, the president of the United States, Donald Corruption, yes, <laughs> had had a mound of severed feet just severed human feet just sitting in the oval office mm. we would be like yeah but whose feet are they like we would ask follow-up questions right. before being horrified right yeah like the fact that we would need some more details to know how to feel about it is telling i just mean as a nation on average too mm -hmm. like i mean personally me anytime i hear someone has a pile of severed feet i'm like i might not be on the same team as that person sure but America's not that way anymore. Yeah, but you're also a, a pinko soy boy cuck or whatever. Like, I mean, I just don't think foot cutting offing is like the right answer for most things. Right. I would I would agree with that. That seems very unlikely to be the answer to most questions yeah, or problems. I'm, I am struggling to find a scenario where the solution is just cut off feet. Okay. Or more Here's specifically, one. foot cutting offing. Here's Sorry. one. More specifically, foot cutting offing, which was the answer that Stephen was saying was rarely the answer to something. Oh, I apologize. Um, here, here is one scenario that I can envision. Okay. Dan. Yep. What do I do with my terminally gangrenous feet? What's the answer? Mm. Uh, have you sought medical help? I'm doing that now. Okay. Uh... Do they have any recommendations for you? Dan, for you're the doctor you're, in this scenario. I'm the doctor? You're, yes. You're Look, like, we're oh, in a situation yeah. where there's no time to, the, the world is falling apart. We need you to do something why? about these gangrenous feet. This pair of gangrenous feet. We have Dan, a, why did you have to immediately turn that into an exercise from Everyday Improv 1? <laughs> hey, you don't have gangrenous feet. You're just crazy. <laughs> Like, what you did was actually worse. Like, I could play along with crazy. Like, yeah, uh, it wouldn't be good, but I could play along with that. Yeah. I mean... The answer is foot cutting offing. Fine. Cut off your foot. You do it. I'm a doctor, <laughs> and I say you cut your own foot off. Well, we're speaking over the internet now, as most oh, doctors' right. visits occur these days. Yeah, that's true. It's telehealth. So, yeah, like, just put your feet in frame, and I'll guide you through it. That makes perfect sense. Thank mm -hmm. you, Dr. Dan. Mm -hmm. Also, that'll be uh, $180,000. Oh, yeah, saw that coming. Um, mm -hmm. Wow, that's really expensive for telehealth. Yeah, wasn't it supposed to what, save money? This is what you get for going to a doctor that goes by his first name. <laughs> Yeah, what, what are you, a chiropractor? <laughs> a doctor that had to be told that you are the doctor in this scenario. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's not great. That's not a great sign either. I thought we were just no. hanging out. <laughs> oh, there's nothing worse than your doctor just wants to keep hanging out. Mm -hmm. Hey, hey, man, no, I know that you just came to get some medical uh, treatment, but why don't we just, like, smoke this while we play Sega Genesis? Mm -hmm. <laughs> In this scenario, you're also my weed dealer. Okay. I mean, depending on... Hey, L.A., am I right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, like... we, have, we have separate stores for that. The point of those stores is that you don't have to play Sega Genesis with anybody when you're done. Right. Right. I, uh, I was more going with the doctor who's also your weed dealer. 
Yeah, but we got separate stores, as I've clarified. Come on, Mike. I know. My reference was more... Uh, my reference is basically whoa, out of whoa, date whoa, whoa. by a couple of years, I think, unless you are There's still a, just medical marijuana. I can't remember yeah, what the laws on. are there. There's no need to clip over it. <laughs> Mike, you Mary. and your weird blanket fort. Yeah, the blankets. The blankets must be like uh, reverberating his rage. It's it's very uh, it's very suboptimal. Is the cat still eating your foot? No, uh, that uh, has been optimized away. Optimized away. Yeah. Uh, Is that what you call murdering a cat? I've optimized it away? No, that's also suboptimal. Uh, Gene is now, uh, you know, uh, taking in the surroundings out the window or whatever, as cats are meant to do. Did you you manifest that situation, or did Gene just decide that was more interesting than your foot? Uh, He just decided it was more interesting than my foot. Oh, so you didn't optimize anything. I didn't move my foot around, making it more fun to, like, <laughs> bat at with your cat claws. I guess. That's fair. You deserve credit for that. Thank That's you. Fair. Yeah, you deserve credit for doing absolutely nothing. Literally. I, I mean, mean, in this situation, I'm, it I'm, was I'm, difficult. <laughs> I'm, genuinely, I'm genuinely giving you credit for doing nothing. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, it's like when a bear's mauling you. Yeah. Yeah, you you know if a bear is mauling you, you don't flop around like a salmon. The thing that the bear actually wants. Yeah, you don't make it more fun for the bear. Right. Yeah. You don't continue to try to swim upstream like you were doing, which is why the bear attacked you in the first place. Yeah. Just yeah. Desperately you... swimming upstream so you can jizz all over an egg pile. Right. Exactly. Ugh. Ugh. We can all relate, right? I I mean I I guess huh? I don't want to be I don't want to be disagreeable here, but. Dude's I'm sorry, right. are you not an extreme sport enthusiast like Dan and I? Yeah, we're I whitewater. Guess, I guess not. We're whitewater egg jizzers. That's a huge, it's a new, it's a new uh, extreme sport. That is not the title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can hope that that ends up not the title of this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll we really see. need to say something else uh, that's more catchy. Mm. Monkey bouncing day. Is that more catchy? No. Uh, no, not really. Not at all. It started strong. <laughs> Did it? <laughs> Did it really? Monkey islands in the stream. Okay. I'm a supporter of Monkey Island. Yeah, I mean, I like who could not be jerks? That's who. I mean, honestly, like. Already, even if we don't come up with anything, like I would rather title the episode "Foot Cutting Off" in than <laughs> what Dan said. Than whitewater edges, yeah, edgesmen. <laughs> I I don't know the I I don't know what Dan said. It wasn't that memorable. Yay! We don't need to name the episode after it. Wow! Huzzah. Wow! 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 Sorry, Dan. No, it's fine. I mean, I'm just trying to bring a little fun and sportiness to this show, like a certain spice, uh, like like fun sumac. Spice? Or... <laughs> what is well, sumac? I mean, like it's just like a herb. It's a leaf. Um, what does it taste like? Uh, like sumac. <laughs> I mean, is sumac one of the poisons? I mean, there's there is one type that is poison, yes. But then there's like non type. Then there's yeah, like yeah, nice nice sumac. Yeah, yeah. Nice. There's like the there's like the Persian Middle Eastern Mediterranean spice of it. All right, I believe you. Yeah, yeah. Like like y- you get it on like like tofu steaks and kebabs and stuff sometimes. Okay. Well, I guess I have to find out what sumac tastes like. Yeah, get out there, Dan. Live your quest. life. This is my quest. Yeah, get at that. Uh, get at that takeout. Stimulate the economy. Well, who? How do? What do I do? Just call around? And be like, do you use sumac in your <laughs> food? I mean, try like Middle Eastern or Greek restaurant or something like that, or like a kebab place. Yeah, and then ask uh, if there if that dish. Ask after each dish. Does it contain yeah. sumac? Yeah. I mean, I feels like something that they would tell you because, like, 
allergies and stuff. What if I just Google sumac near me? Do you think that'll work? I mean, you might be able to do that. Is it like one or two of the delivery services let you just Google like French fries? (laughs) And then they tell you where you can get French fries. Do they then judge you over which French fry you prefer over the others? I think they do it in a more productive way. They would be like, this is voted the best fries within 12 miles of you or some shit like that. But you don't like good food, so you should get this one. Yeah, you're a garbage person, and you deserve garbage. <laughs> Guys, let's like, start. Let's start a new food app. Yeah, this sounds the, great. It's <laughs> called it's called Neg Eats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Hey, you piece of shit! Eat this hamburger instead. Yeah, like every if you're, it'll uh, it'll send you a notification at like one in the morning and be like, "Hey, you still up?" You want to eat some trash food, you idiot? Yeah, you just get you just get push notifications from it that say you up and then there's a link to click <laughs> there's a link to click where you get like uh where you get like a terrible burrito that has like hot Cheetos crushed up inside it. Yeah. And then once you click the order thing and order the food, the app responds with a with a message that says send feet. Yep. <laughs> This yep. does sound right in the wheelhouse of the modern day Chester Cheetah. You think Chester well, Cheetah's asking for feet? I mean, he's now a creepy old dude. Like he used to be like Wait, a what? dumb idiot. What? How Chester is he a Cheetah. creepy? He's a creepy old dude. Have you not noticed now that yeah. he's a live action character? Yeah, there are he's like, a live action character. What? There have there have been commercials where he's like this weird like. Sage, sage Muppet of like wisdom. This has been going on for years. Have you not noticed this yet? I mean, I don't watch Cheetos commercials like religiously. (laughs) I haven't sat down to watch the last three or four seasons of Cheetos commercials. (laughs) Well, get on it. The character uh, has really evolved over the years. Quite an arc. And his name is his name Chester Cheetah or Chester Cheeto? Chester Cheetah. Oh, God. I assumed it was Chester Cheeto. No, he's not a Cheeto. Yeah, he's a Cheeto. He just likes to eat Cheetos. Does he? Or Or encourage other people? Well, I mean, I don't know what his position on it nowadays is. He seems to have matured past eating, wanting to eat Cheetos himself. And perhaps the fact that he's been uh, denied it for so long is what has corrupted his soul in a Breaking Bad arc. So was that he, now he's trying to destroy other people's lives. Was he one of the denied mascots? I don't even remember. Yes. Uh, uh, he used wait, to. Wait, what? Denied mascots? The mascots that never get their own product? Yeah. Oh, like the Noid. I mean, the Noid is actively trying to destroy his own product. <laughs> yeah. or He's like, like an anti-mascot. You mean like the Trix Rabbit? Yeah, like the Trix Rabbit. Who also ruins pizzas, probably. Probably. That's I mean, not disgusting. <laughs> I mean, if they're in between him and Trix, you sure, imagine he would ruin the pizzas. Blast through that pizza like it's a homecoming banner or something. Or he's, I mean, yeah, he, like, a... he would just blast through that pizza like he swam upstream and it was an egg pile. <laughs> oh boy. I mean, he is a rabbit, so like he'd probably leave little shit pearls all over the pizza on his journey. Right. And then you'd get uh, Wait, some sort of parasite. Aren't tricks small and round? Oh, yeah. They are yeah. pretty much the same shit. Are they implying that the rabbit shit that out? Why Maybe does he want why... it back so bad? <laughs> Coprophagia. I, mean, I guess. Dan knew a word for it because he's not creepy at all. It's because <laughs> I have a less than a year old puppy. That's why I know the word for yeah, it. Yeah, owning dogs means you know the word coprophagia. <laughs> <laughs> it means eating your own poop. Is that the idea? Uh, it means eating poop in general. Just poop in general. Yeah. Like, I should specify, like, the puppy actually chooses only to eat the other dog's poop because she is apparently a discerning poop eater. My dogs only like other species poop, I think. Mm. Unless it's, like, really unhealthy. Anyway, <laughs> this is getting to a worse place. I, yeah, I definitely just stick with being near things that that exclusively don't eat poop. <laughs> you don't know that. Yeah, you don't know that. I mean, I've seen like one person in the last year. Was it Jason Lee? Mm. Oh, that's true. I don't know how much poop Jason Lee eats. (laughs) We cannot guarantee 
that Jason Lee is not a poop. Yeah, because his character from Chasing Amy might have just been Jason Lee plus or minus 10% of the poop that Jason Lee eats. Right. Mm-hmm. If it's minus 10%, that just means that even though we never saw him eat poop on screen, he might be eating up to 10% of the poops that he sees. Yep. It's totally possible. That just makes sense. Anyway, Chester Cheetah used to ch- try to get Cheetos and then he would uh, end up severely injured and other people would be happily munching yeah, Cheetos while he was severely injured. Yeah, nice. I remember when he was like a sort of like coyote, like, you know. Yeah, like, he was a wily coyote that talks. Yeah, yeah, like a wily coyote or like a Super Dave Armstrong of Cheetos. Mm. <laughs> was it Armstrong Whoa. or Osborne? Whoa. Might be Osborne, who knows? Whoa. Whoa. What was Super Dave trying to eat? Like danger? <laughs> Yeah, he, yeah, he tried to eat danger. <laughs> All right, and then and then eventually he went into a similar uh, a similar transformation as Chester Cheetah and just started uh, cussing out uh, uh, Larry David. Right. Wait, what? <laughs> I, as far uh, as I'm concerned, Super Dave's career ended after Super Dave himself showed up to introduce the Super Dave cartoon. <laughs> Wait, didn't he do that multiple times, though? Yeah. yeah, but like after the last time he did it, where how is he relevant anymore? Huh? After the last time he that he did a... it, how would he be relevant anymore? Super Dave Osborne was played by Bob Einstein, uh, who played Marty Funkhauser in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Huh. W- was... And then died last year. Oh. Well, that's unfortunate. Did he like die jumping over buses? Uh, I don't know. I, I as I said, he had kind of entered into the uh, cussing out uh, Larry David. Did that man actually jump over buses? I have no idea. I don't think so. But I only really so, know that character from that cartoon that you were referencing. So, like Super Dave, unto himself, was a lie. Uh, oh, no, I wouldn't say that. No, this is why no one should trust the Cheeto mascot. Mm-hmm. Cartoons yep. lie to you. Yep. <laughs> it's true. They do lie to you. Do you think Homer was even the best mono thingy guy that ever was? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's I, that's written in stone. I feel like yeah, I mean, you, you saw how he saved the whole town. That's canon. Yeah. You know, the town would have been fine, actually. <laughs> well, you don't know I that. I guess the town itself. Without Homer operating it and Leonard Nimoy also doing something. Well, he had the ability to beam away. Apparently. I think. And yet he didn't until the very uh, until everything was OK. Well, what does yeah. that say about a man. He's loyal. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, stop. <laughs> we should probably. Stop trying to besmirch Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. <laughs> what? How was that besmirching? I Bilbo, don't know. Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins, <laughs> something, something. I don't know what's happening now. Leonard Nimoy has a Bilbo song. What? Yeah, Leonard, yeah. Leonard Nimoy came out with like at least one album, and uh, and it was about sing- Bilbo Baggins. I mean, I don't know if it was exclusively I don't, I don't think about the whole Bilbo. thing. I think just like one or two songs, like Led Zeppelin. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, like, so he's he's at a, a, about a Zeppelin ratio. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it came out around the same time. Everyone was rocking the Lord of the Rings lyrics back then. Yeah, back then it was super cool to write songs about fucking and Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> Yet, how often does that cross over? Literally never. In that That's time period. In that time period. Not now when the internet exists. Don't send me links. <laughs> <laughs> if you if they did want to send us links. <laughs> Howbadcast at gmail.com. Howbadcast at gmail.com. Address them to Mike directly. Why? I'm the only one who looks at the email anyway. Yeah, but make sure that he looks at them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like like subject line like, Mike, please read. Do not delete. Yeah, or just like be like, just put like subject line, Mike, comma, here's feet. <laughs> Your friend, Donald Corruption. <laughs> oh. I, anyway, it just, yeah. It just occurred to me that foot people might actually really be into that. Lord of the Donald Rings. Donald Corruption? Oh. 
like like how would they know their Lord of the Rings feet? Because like hobbits have specifically like hairy big feet. hairy feet. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Like I was thinking of like elves or like you know goblins or whatever they're called or like those like ghost men or like sure. that guy do, with the armor and the mace. <laughs> do ghost men have feet? I don't think they do have feet. Okay. You don't know they ride horses. Well, mm. the horses have feet, yeah. Mm. But like you have to have feet to ride a horse. What? Why? Not if you're a ghost man. Like how how would the horse know where to go? They have like uh, you know, fear rings and stuff. What? Oh, it's like a telekinetic. So they're not riding a horse. They're telekinetically controlling a horse. That's what yeah. I I think is going on there. Basically, they have what rings? Fear rings. I'm just saying they have rings and, uh, you know, they have the power of fear or whatever. Oh, like the Sinestro Corps. <laughs> yes, Dan. Okay. Oh, God, I hate yes, you. It, yes, you fucking nerd. Let's stop <laughs> talking about Lord of the Rings and talk about your nerdy thing. Right. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. So tell me what you're talking about so I can make fun of it. <laughs> <sighs> the Green Lantern villain. Oh, nope, nope. Too nerdy. <laughs> All right. No, keep going. Uh. Power through when I do that. <laughs> it's going to be unsatisfying for listeners if you don't power through. He Have created- some backbone, Dan. Say things that Saha can correct us on. He created his own... Core of space cops that use the power of fear rather than the power of will, and they use the color yellow because the color yellow is a weakness to the green lanterns. Wait, does it make them blue lanterns? There are also blue lanterns. Are they just British? No, I think they're they use the power of hope. I think. What about red lanterns? Yep, they uh, use the power of rage and they bleed out of their mouths all the time. Huh. Why that part? I don't know, because it looks... Are they biting their cheeks a lot? I honestly don't know. I think they're like, their blood is like just literally spilling out of their body because they're so angry or something. <laughs> I have no idea. I just assume that they'd, I just assume that they'd be French because like, and losers. Because, you know, like the, like the colloquial term for like loser or last place in French is red lantern. I think meaning like, you know, like, warning siren or something but see i feel like you're approaching the green lantern mythos in a way that is not really conducive to the fact that it's about a bunch of magical space cops but like Like some of them are from england and some of them are from france right maybe i guess that's possible there's like way too many of them from earth so yeah there's there's like green lantern there's like a blue lantern that like you know gets on the call and he's like i see london and like a red lantern that gets on the call and is like i see france and then, like, the Green Lantern's, like, I see Yellow Lantern's underpants. I hate this. I hate this. I so mean, that much. is exactly what a Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern would do. That's true. Yeah. How many uh, superheroes has he been? Is it just the two? I feel like there's another yeah. one. I mean, he was also Deadpool in that Wolverine movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, like, that, like, counts as being Deadpool. Right. Yeah, I'm just saying like it was like, you know, different enough that it could have been like something you thought was a third thing. Wasn't he also someone who got like his mouth sewed shut or something? That was him being Deadpool in that Wolverine movie. Oh, yeah. That's why I said I thought that you might be thinking of that. And apparently you were. I'm very smart. Are you? I figured that out. Detective work. (laughs) Okay, so you're a detective now. Yeah. Oh, Green Lantern detective. Mm. Wait, 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 wait. Have you checked to see if you're bleeding uncontrollably out of your mouth yet? Yeah, oh, good, right. Good uh, doesn't feel like there's... Are they just tasting pennies all the time? Do they do they bleed so that they taste copper and feel like uh, that makes them angry? Maybe. I mean, yeah, maybe. Like, does it count that Ryan Reynolds was also in one of the Blade movies? Oh, that's yeah. right. Yes, it does. Does that count? I don't know. Was he's he a super comic book. in that? Or was he just I mean, a like, human? I, I, I mean, your point is well taken, Mike, uh, based on what I initially said. But I was more interested in how many different comic book universes he existed in. 
Right. All right, fine. But like, is that a different universe? Because if like someone's it, like if someone's like Gwen Stacy and then Lois Lane, you're not like she was never in a comics thing because she was just Gwen Stacy and Lois Lane. <laughs> yeah, but doesn't yeah, Blade take sexist. place like in the Marvel universe? Is the Marvel universe? Not yet. Did but you, I mean in general. Did you yes. say not yet, Dan? I did. I didn't mean like the cinematic universe. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I mean, but it's like a Marvel property, right? Correct. Yeah, so I guess technically it could be the same universe, or technically not, because they don't clarify all the time. No. Like, how many, how many, like, exclusive crossover events was Blade involved in? Like, in history or in the movies? Like, in history, in comics history. Oh, man, all the oh, time. Oh, really? Like, anytime. Oh, so he does exist yeah, in the universe. <laughs> Anytime a vampire pops up, it's just like, oh shit, Blade's also here. <laughs> Does like Iron Man have to kill vampires sometimes? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think like, I think everyone gets lazy and writes a vampire story now and then. Yeah, it's a good point. Look, sometimes, sometimes it's just fun to throw Blade into things. Sometimes Dracula is a free character to use and you exactly. gotta throw him in there. Exactly. Yeah, because you've run out of options on characters that you would otherwise need to pay for. Right. Yeah. And sometimes motherfuckers always try to ice skate uphill. Mm hmm. Dracula. Yeah, that's a classic Dracula move. Mm hmm. Blah, it's slippery. Remember <laughs> that classic scene in Bram Stoker's novel where uh, uh, Jonathan Harker looks out his bedroom window and sees <laughs> Dracula creepily ice skating up the tower? I mean, that would be. I mean, that would. Huh. It would it would creep me I, out. I, can't, I guess it would creep me out. It, I, it'd be I mean it'd be unsettling. Would I be certainly. too confused to be creeped out? <laughs> why is he why did he strap on skates for this? Like, and like, yeah, I mean I guess yeah, like I wonder if you would just be more confused than scared, right? Yeah. Yeah, like like of all the things you've seen thus far. So suddenly he's like ice skate. Oh, I guess he I guess he has sort of a whimsical aspect to him as well. I got to say though, yeah. Uh, a character or creature with Dracula's specific set of powers is a little more threatening with blades strapped to his feet. Well, that's mm. true. True. Cuz like he can use them in a way that like most of us can't unless you're like Michelle Kwan or some shit. Yeah. And is he skating like he's like uh like his intent is to score or like his intent is to like rough you up? I always think that like if Dracula's gonna be skating. Oh, I thought you meant I thought you meant if he was trying to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because if that's the case, then yes, he's always skating like he's attempting to like, score. My theory is that when Dracula ice skates, he just stands uh -huh. completely still and wills himself forward. He just like sure. stands feet shoulder width apart. And just glides across the ice, willing himself forward. Yeah. Like the way that he goes downstairs, he would also go upstairs if those stairs were a hill made of ice. Right. Right. That makes sense to me. A sort mm -hmm. of a sort mm -hmm. of gliding. Yes. <laughs> I think this all checks out. Yeah. So I guess like that that line from Blade really doesn't make sense because, you know, Dracula would have no problem skating uphill. Well, he says, "What do you mean?" Like, it's it's still Blade suggests that some motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill means that they're doing a dumb thing. Well, maybe he just means some motherfuckers are trying to be as cool as Dracula. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. And that's like his way of saying, "Hey, Steven Dorf, you're no Dracula." Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you might have some sort of weird CG blood demon, but you're no Dracula, right? Yeah, like. Yeah, like I can see I can see not being afraid of Steven Dorff and a blood demon at all and still being terrified of Christopher Lee. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely. Oh, I wasn't even picturing Christopher Lee uh, skating up the side of the that, castle. That does add a certain layer of uh, disturbance yeah. to that visual. It really does, actually. Yeah. Although I'm actually more disturbed if it's his character from... Uh, from the wicker band than his his dracula character i mean like look everything everything from wicker man is more disturbing than a dracula character 
Right. Yeah, I mean, if you saw Christopher Lee with that wild hair and that, uh, like, and he starts plaid, singing while he's moving, that for like some weird reason. plaid suit or whatever he's wearing, you can't tell whether it's supposed to be a musical or not. Yeah, and then he's ice skating up a hill. They're not singing enough for it to be a musical, but they're not not singing at all. <laughs> it's rituals, Mike. It's music. <laughs> I gotta sing for I gotta say, I know it's so disturbing. Thinking about it, like most of Christopher Lee's most notable characters would have no problem ice skating uphill. Saruman, Count Dooku, yep. Dracula. Yep. yep. That's it. Those are his most notable <laughs> oh. characters. Right. That and the Wicker Man guy. <laughs> and he would yeah. and thus my point. It would be crazy disturbing to see the Wicker Man guy, the only one who doesn't have a clear reason to be able to yeah, ice skate. Cause you, yeah, because you would really just be like, come on, Christopher Lee, put on that long beard or throw on the Dooku costume if you're going to ice skate uphill. <laughs> this is creepy. Yeah, this is creeping me out. And you're being like, and you're singing weird conservative Christian metal at me while you do it? <laughs> <laughs> is that a thing? He released some metal, albums, and he's so. like a like, and he was like like a. It turns out, I think, and I don't mean to dis- disparage the man if I'm remembering this improperly. Are you about to Jason Lee Christopher Lee now? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> this oh. is an ant. This is a very anti Lee. Wait till episode. I get to Stan Lee. <laughs> um, no, I think Christopher Lee was like a pro. Like ended up being like a pro Brexit. Keep all the foreigners out of England. Person. For, no, that's a mean, for Christ, I think. I mean, he was a, a a British white man who was over thirty years old, so I guess I'm not sure. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. Um, yeah, Stanley, on the other hand, mm-hmm. yeah, great feet, great feet. <laughs> I own one of them now. Ah, that's not true. He's dead, right? Stanley, yeah. And Christopher yeah. Lee? Yes. Yes, everybody's dead. Jeez. Wait, is Jason Lee dead? <laughs> oh, no. I do not believe I so. Don't... God, what an upsetting way to find out if that were the case. Yeah, that would be really weird. I mean, Bruce Lee is dead. What yeah. about Ang Lee? So... Is Ang Lee okay? I think so. I think Ang Lee's okay. Okay, okay. The, we, don't, we don't have to assume based on a pattern then. Okay, good. That's like I uh, and Christopher Lee is definitely not related to Stanley. Uh, I mean, never say never. I, what What do you mean by that? Well, I mean, like it might turn out they have like a shared relative, maybe. <laughs> like. <laughs> like like how far back does does it count as related i mean actually i guess that's probably not true because i christopher lee actually might just be of the lee family now i'm curious as opposed to what well stanley's actual name is like Leibowitz or something christopher like frank carandini lee all right nice yeah isn't he like weird uh like, isn't he like a weird like count of somewhere too? Dooku? No. Like, I think like I I feel like I feel like I. I'm, well, he's been knighted. But like, wasn't he his, was Count Dracula and Count Dooku? I get it, but like, it, I I feel like he was like lesser nobility too. Are you thinking of the Wicker Man guy? No, D- Dan. I'm never thinking of the Wicker Man guy. Well, wasn't he like the? The Duke of Creepy Island. Yes, and that's probably true. But like how often in everyday conversation that is not in any way about the Wicker Man is someone, quote, thinking of the Wicker Man guy? Like how often does that come up in your life? Right now. He was honored with the Spirit of Metal Award at the 2010 Metal Hammer Golden Gods Awards Ceremony. I mean, does sound like he has the Spirit of Metal. Like... Like, you know, like creepy, a little bit macho, possibly racist. Mm -hmm. Okay, the Carandinis, Lee's maternal ancestors, 
were given the right to bear the coat of arms of the Holy Roman Empire by the Emperor Frederick Barbarossa. Oh boy. That's something. That's cool, I guess. Yep. That might actually be, you know, the origin of the thing that I was thinking. Um, but, you know. And he married the daughter of Count Fritz von Rosen. That's what I was thinking about. Mm. Yeah, he like married into a royalty thing. Great. Or a or go. a nobility thing. Yeah. I mean, oh wait. Maybe they called the wedding off. Oh no. <laughs> Man, there's a lot here. Did you know Christopher Lee like lived for a long time and did stuff? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wasn't he like You know what? I'm going to I'm going to edit this Wikipedia page. I think I can shorten it up a bit. <laughs> like like Christopher Lee, when he was young, did a war. Later on, was in some movies. After that, lived a long time and did more stuff. Did more <laughs> stuff. Wow. What a life. Anyway, Jason Lee and Ang Lee are alive as of this recording. Cool. Okay. But not as of when the episode comes out. Right. Stay yeah, safe. We don't know. Stay safe out there, Jason and Ang Lee. <laughs> right. As of this recording, America still technically exists, as do Ang and Jason Lee. Stay safe out there, America and Ang and Jason Lee. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know what they say. When Jason Lee falls, so does the country. Yeah. that's. Well, I thought you were talking about the classic saying, when Jason Lee falls, make lemonade. Why? Why would you make lemonade? Because the country's going to shit. You should enjoy yourself while you can. Yeah, at least be refreshed. So that, that's your go-to? You're just going to go to... You're, you're we're, get, for your we're going back to a barter economy, Dan. Everyone's got to have a you skill. Don't, you don't have to cut back on your liquid calories anymore. Don't worry about it. Is that a thing? <laughs> cut back on liquid calories? Yeah, like... Uh, no more if broth trying for to, you, hipsters. I think broth is slightly different. Just like, you know... Mike's assuming that your lemonade is full of sugar. I mean, what are you doing with your lemonade? Well, uh, nothing, because I don't tend to make my own lemonade. Yeah, because you're trying to cut back on them liquid calories to keep your svelte figure. I I only drink unsweetened lemonade. It's just lemons and water. <laughs> oh, boy. What a treat. Um, sometimes I add cayenne pepper, because Beyonce told oh. me to. Oh, interesting. What does that do <laughs> for Makes you? Makes you poop. <laughs> All right. I think. I'm not sure. Wasn't that a thing where you would just drink lemon water and cayenne pepper and call it a cleanse? I do remember that, yeah. I mean, that definitely sounds like something that someone I don't mean to put that on. I do. I drink that for lunch. I drink that for lunch. When I wake up, I just throw a stick of butter in a cup of coffee and drink that down. Oh, yep. yeah. That was also a thing that was apparently healthy at one point in time. <laughs> yep. And then, of course, it's just two weeks of eating only watermelon. Yep. Oh, that sounds delicious. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, mean, I gotta imagine that your stomach cramps up at some point, though. Yeah, mm. but watermelon is delicious if chosen properly. Right. Yeah, but I mean, at no point did Mike say, to, like, you're only getting good water. Well, you can control that. That's a variable that you can control. Can you, though? Are you growing your own? No, you go to the store and choose the good <laughs> ones. Yeah, but if everybody's doing this cleanse because the world's falling apart and you're just drinking spicy lemonade and watermelon because Jason Lee died, <laughs> there's going to be a run on good watermelons. Boy. What is your technique for choosing good watermelon, by the way? Is there tapping involved? Yeah, you kind of like knock on it. Oh. Uh, and then if it says, hello, I'm a good watermelon, you know it's... Yeah. Like if it's polite, you know it's a good watermelon. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you want, to, you want it to be polite. You really want it to say who's there and then be nice enough mm. to laugh at the punchline once right. once you get to the joke. Like that's what you right. There's no, that's what you there's want. nothing more delicious than patronizing watermelon. Yeah. Uh, like like you want it. You want it. To, well, it's a it's not a patronizing thing. It's a politeness thing. Um, like I, I don't know. Like you gotta, you gotta tap it on. You gotta knock on the bottom of it. Like you want the like, cause you know, like they're green except for the part where they sit on the ground. 
like you want to knock on that part and if it feels like you know like heavy and dense like 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 if it's got like a thunk hollow type thing then that's a good watermelon if it's heavy and dense good watermelon gents oh there you go yeah if it's light and if it's light light and fluffy this one's gonna be roughy Look, so there's your mnemonic. I didn't write the rhyme. I mean, yeah. this is a service that we provide to our listeners. <laughs> Produce talk. Mm-hmm. With the How Bad crew. Yeah. We should just start a separate podcast. Yeah, yeah we should. Yeah, that one might be successful. Actually, oh! it really might be. I, I actually think a lot of people would subscribe <laughs> if it actually delivered. Like if we That's just true. What would we talk Produce. About? But like, what elements of? I mean, acquisition, is there a to it? Uh, preparation, it is, care uh, while in storage. Um, uh, creation. Yeah, yeah. Probably some industry talk where oh, this is bad, and uh, you should try to work around it somehow. Yeah, like we talk. About, I haven't done the research for the show. We yet. talk about ugly vegetables and like, like you know. Ooh, we can talk about Gerald, my main man. Uh, you, there's this guy on Twitter named Gerald who's just this old British man who's famous for growing giant vegetables. Oh, oh. all right. Yeah, we can talk he's, about really big vegetables boy. too. Mm-hmm. Dan, you've been holding out on a on a giant vegetable guy. This is a recent discovery of mine. We're like 58 minutes into the show. You could have you could have brought this up at the beginning, and we we I wasted so from, much time talking about Jason Lee. Hey, come on. Hey, Don't be any mean. moment spent talking about Jason Lee is is by definition wasted time. So it's not like it's not like we could have done anything differently. We are talking about the very fabric of our nation here and you guys are just dismissing it. <laughs> is he like a guy who just like tweets different pictures of giant vegetables? What's he doing? He grows them. Uh-huh. And then he shows Drop them to. Drop that at Dan. Is it video? Uh, is it pick? What does he do? It's it's both. He's a, a multimedia contributor. Is he giving you advice on how to do the same thing? Have you grown giant vegetables in your own life? Okay, again, I just discovered this man, <laughs> and it's November in Minnesota. With it, so no, I'm, yeah, no. and drop that at. It is Gerald Stratfer 3. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a bot. It's not a bot. He is a retired fisherman, and he's heavy into growing big veg. That's what his bio says. <laughs> All right, that's what the bot bio says. I don't know. Uh, I don't know why we had to drag that out of you, Dan. How many times do we have to uh, direct our listeners to Jurg Sprav before you give up your bot? Uh, <laughs> Who's Jurg Sprav? God damn it, Dan! Do you even pay attention? What? He's is- the slingshot. He's the German slingshot guy. <laughs> oh, okay. I figured he was one of your dumb castle friends. He kind of is. Sometimes he is. <laughs> Sometimes he'll build a ballista. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. God damn. Jeez. Uh, he taught. He's you're like he's recently showed you how to store carrots in sand. No, nope, too bad. The episode's over now. You you had an hour to talk about this. Yeah. Now All we're right. talking about Jurg Sprof again. <laughs> As we do at the end of every episode. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh... Yeah, so that's it. He recently made a a clip for a bow and arrow. Jurg? Yeah. Okay. Neat. It like auto loads every time you pull back the arrow or pull back the string. So, yeah, that's uh, what's happening in my life. You're under a blanket. You're watching Jurg. Uh-huh. Your cat's no longer interested in your foot. Nope. Now he's laying on the blanket that I'm under. Oh, that seems dangerous. Uh, he's not a part of it that like I'm not directly under. It just means that I can't move around all that much. It's kind of stealing you in. It's like he's crimping the top of a pie. Oh, oh, uh, oh Mike, are you four and 20 blackbirds? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> a bad cast. A bad cast. <laughs> A bad cast. 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 A bad cast.
This week, the names were based on Metroid uh, bosses. All right, we got to go. <laughs> wow. Uh, until next time. Oh, do you guys have anything to plug or anything? You know we don't. Oh, wait. Until next time. Uh, Dan, you, do you? Check out. Check up on Jason Lee. <laughs> and Ang Lee. And Ang Lee. But not Robert E. Lee. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Um, well, and until next time. What? God damn it. We already know he's dead. Uh, and Dan, do you have do you have a Do we know he's dead? As we've established, vampires exist. Oh, good point. Mm, good um, point. Dan, do you have an improvathon thing? No, this is going out. Oh, next that's time. right. Aha, improvathon is already over. You missed your chances to give money away, suckers. Yeah, suckers. Keep your money. Keep your blood money. Yeah. Uh and you know, while while we're talking about getting rid of statues, maybe we should check on the actual bodies of monsters and make sure that we've cut off their heads and burned them. Anyway, uh, bury them upside down uh, at a crossroads. This is my signature sign off. <laughs> <laughs>